Hi everyone, welcome to Planners Under the Influence. My name is Heather and I'm here with... Hey, my name is Diego. I am the co-host. And, uh... Welcome. Welcome, yeah. Yes. Welcome to the podcast. So the podcast pretty much is... is Join us in this journey. It's a journey about becoming urban planners. Um... One important thing about it is that uh, this podcast started as two students were talking about and sharing common interest in the listening or getting more information. And um, we, also, we also found that between the students, we can actually create this project. Um, one of our friends actually did the logo. Mm-hmm. One of our friends did the, it's doing the music for us. Um, it's a collaboration, I guess. And yeah, it's, And absolutely. it's the best collaboration we've seen. Everyone is just happy to to share their expertise. Diego and I are on our own journey right now, starting to deal with these concepts, but we want to bring in other students and hear about their experiences. We want to bring in academics who are obviously facilitating this whole process for us and have mm-hmm. their own experiences, and then practitioners as well who have gone through this and now are, are working in the field and, and how that relates to their studies and does it relate to their studies. And, and, and that is the interesting thing because I, I think that there's not only one outcome Mm-hmm. with this degree yeah absolutely so you can go in any direction so we want to explore that direction to be honest i really don't know what's the direction that i'm gonna take me too i have no idea if Ex- i want to be an urban planner <laughs> exactly that's one of the things so what are we going to do as urban planners are we i don't know we we just want to share our the same things with them we want to talk to different different and a range of professionals and ask them what do they kind of do or what it was for them yeah how did they get where they are exactly how do they get where they are and maybe we guide also other students into deciding what they want to do hopefully I don't know, if we become famous, maybe we just do <laughs> podcasts and we just talk about cities. Yeah, <laughs> professional podcasters <laughs> yeah. with a master's in Ex- urban planning. Ex- it doesn't sound really bad, right? No, not bad but at all. We'll just have to finish our essays. <laughs> and we have to. Diego, um, how did you get here? Well, it's a pretty interesting story, <laughs> actually. Um, to be honest, I have a completely different, a complete different background from mm-hmm. urban, from urban planning. I did uh, logistics, pretty oh, much. Okay. Yeah, operations management as my undergrad. Um, I was always interested in the city. Mm-hmm. So, um, one day, uh, they opened a class uh, back home in Ecuador. So yeah. I li- I, I, I'm originally from Quito, Ecuador. I'm an international student here. And uh, they opened a class that was about mobility and planning. And uh, poof, it was just a... Light bulb went off. It, exactly. It was, it was just a love of earth sight, I guess. <laughs> it's, that's what I wanted to do. And yeah, I just had to pursue everything yeah. to make that happen. Um, I actually wanted to study before a mm-hmm. master's but i got rejected really from other universities because okay. i didn't have uh, a social background oh interesting that is an interesting thing and, yeah and i guess so sorry that was you applied to other urban planning programs yes okay. i applied to actually 
uh, University of Amsterdam. Oh, wow. Damn you, okay. Amsterdam. <laughs> exactly, because... Well, um, they lost out. <laughs> they, exactly, they lost, they lost, and that's how I think. Yeah. Exactly, but... But they were really open about yeah, it. Yeah, and they were like, I think one of the best parts of our program is the diverse backgrounds that students exactly. bring. Exactly. So, and uh, but they were really like a, to be honest, and I asked for why did yeah. you actually reject it, mm-hmm. and they were like, you have no social background. Yeah. Like, and they did, and they started giving me some pointer, pointers, and they were like, hey, you should read this books, you should read these articles, right, and um, you should get some credits on mm-hmm. online or things. And that was one of the things that actually made me look for courses. Oh, okay. So that's how I found this yeah. course. And then I was like, well, I'm just going to look around. And then mm-hmm. anything and everything just continued to evolve. And I ended up here in, uh, in Melbourne. So, yeah, why Australia? Was that a conscious choice or just the program kind of fit for you? It, it was a... I think it was two ways. Uh, mm-hmm. One of it is that it's so far away... It looks like a really nice place to go and just travel and <laughs> yeah. get to know. And uh, the second one was because I actually knew RMIT through one professor that in Ecuador there was an earthquake okay. uh, uh, some years ago. And uh, one professor from RMIT went and gave a speech. Oh, wow. Okay. And um, that's how I first learned about yeah. RMIT. And um, I, got to, I, got, I got to the website and everything. I look mm-hmm. at the plan. And um, I shoot an email. Yeah. And they got back to me. And they oh, were like... Wow. I, I asked the question. Yeah. I don't have... I said, I don't have the social background. Yeah. That some countries or some universities are looking for. But I have this other background. Yeah. And they were really open about it. Actually, they answered me really fast. They put me in contact with that quest, with, that, with a person. Yeah. Um, and that was pretty much it. And That's amazing. And I like the openness and... Uh, and I continue to do a lot of research yeah. on the web. And um, for me, the Center for Urban Research mm. is the key point for this yeah. university. Yeah, because they, they're doing some really cool work. They're but... doing an amazing, an amazing yeah. job. And uh, you see the website and you feel like, wow, can I, I can actually love to do something like yeah. this. And, um, but I, I saw that and I was like, well, this is a legit, this is really, really good. Yeah. So... I ended up in Melbourne, the most livable city, how they say. <laughs> Not anymore. <laughs> Not anymore, yeah, exactly. But uh, we will talk about livability yeah. <laughs> for, from, in another episode. Yeah. So that was my story of how I got here. What's yours? What's mine? Sure. Um, all right, so I am from Canada. I'm mm-hmm. from Vancouver, but I did my undergrad in international development and globalization at the University of Ottawa. Mm-hmm. Um, and in that course, there was quite a lot of flexibility and kind of what different things you could study. And so towards the end of it, I took this amazing course. It was an elective that they offered in the summer um, on urbanization in developing countries. Yeah. And we had this amazing guest professor. His name was Alan Kane, and he yeah. just... It was the first time I'd ever thought about development as an urban issue because typically it's thought of as a rural issue and so that was just mind-blowing and it was so interesting and um so after that I started focusing my research on urban issues Mm -hmm. and as well as environmental issues and Mm -hmm. so when it came time to kind of look for a master's program I actually didn't want to do my master's (laughs) I was like ready to finish my undergrad ready Ready to to go yeah. yeah No interest. Yeah. But um, when you get to the workforce, it's like, <laughs> I just want to go back to get yeah. my master's. Well, and I didn't really want to work in international development. Yeah. So I, I was trying to figure out where I wanted to be yeah. professionally, I guess. And, and 
I missed engaging academically, engaging critically with things. And so when I started looking at master's programs, I, um, I did a little bit of research. I saw the RMIT program yeah. um, that we're both doing, which is... But like you landed on Melbourne specifically by something no, or no? I was looking at Canada. I was looking at yeah. Europe. I was looking at Australia because I'd, okay. I'd lived here before. Uh, um, yeah. And I, I kind of wanted to come back to Australia, but I didn't want to choose Australia and not choose the best course. Yeah. And so I kind of had my eyes on RMIT and I went to see one of my professors who yeah. um, I loved, who was a really, really good lecturer um, and chatted to him about mm-hmm. choosing master's programs and how I should decide and things like that. And he actually brought up the RMIT program no as what I should look at. And so yeah. that was awesome because then I was like, all right, this is what I'm interested in. But the fact that he brought it up independent of me was yeah. like a, a great sign. And so I did a bit more research. Um, yeah. I applied to a few kind of in Canada and Europe mm-hmm. and Australia, but then when I got the RMIT acceptance, I was so excited and I kind of knew that was the right one. So, okay, I have another question. All right. What do you see yourself doing with this degree? That's a tough question. <laughs> and, um, and, and really, why? what do you want to do with it? Yeah. Um, man, that's a good question. And I should probably know the answer to it. I don't, I don't know what <laughs> yeah. I do. Um, um, all right, I'll make, I'll make you a little bit easier. So okay. let's narrow it down. Um, do you see yourself doing research, continuing in this in terms of academia? Or you really want to go and work, f- be in the workplace, mm-hmm. maybe be in a private Maybe maybe be in a yeah. public sector or or in any organization. I mean, what what do you really yeah. like? Yeah, so I'm torn. I'm coming into the program. It's a professional yeah. program. Mm-hmm. I envisioned myself, you know, graduating and then becoming an urban planner really? and working for a council or a private yeah. um, organization and, and being a planner. And mm-hmm. now I've learned it's a bit more complicated than that. <laughs> and more and more, I'm interested by academia. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's true. Yeah, I just, I think my reservation there is that it's, the, what the work that academics do is so important, but there's often a disconnect between practice and academics. And yeah. so I worry that if I stayed in academia, my research would, you know, be published in a journal somewhere, but never actually influence real life. Um, true. And so, and obviously academics work so hard to make their work accessible. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm, I'm toying with that idea. I also like the idea of working for... Um, a council as yeah. either I don't know a planner a transport planner oh, yeah. it's it's tough there's, there's a lot of different directions you can go it's, it depends also of what's the line that you're gonna actually gonna yeah. take within planning yeah so I transport mean, interests me a lot as yeah. does housing and oh perfect so I think right now I'm at a point where everything interests me which is yeah. not a bad problem to have but it does make it difficult to kind of specialize so when I take a transport course I'm fascinated by transport then I yeah. take a housing course and I'm fascinated by housing <laughs> yeah. then I take the environmental course and that's yeah. so interesting climate change yeah. Like, yeah and so I think I I'm having trouble focusing myself a little bit because it's all pretty interesting um I think I'm in the same right now yeah. as you um actually um, they asked me the question and I was like what do you what do you really want to do and I don't know how to answer that because yeah. yes I got to the I got to university and I have a little bit of interest in academia too, mm-hmm. uh, but I'm, I'm still deciding. Maybe I'm not. I don't have this 
this background or I see that maybe it's so far away for me to mm-hmm. do like a research. I haven't ha- and you need to find a topic. Yeah. And you need to find something that interests you. Well, like, and everyone you talk to doing their PhD is absolutely miserable. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I don't see anyone happy. Yeah. There. I don't see anyone happy. It's like, I see them happy at the end. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That was in, and remember in one class they told us, Whenever you meet someone doing their PhD, never ask the question, how's your PhD yeah. going? Exactly. <laughs> so, uh, but okay, I like that side. Yeah. I mean, maybe I like being miserable. I would love to be miserable <laughs> for like a couple yeah. of years. But I'm afraid to go into the corporate world. Yeah. I'm afraid to go to the, to the private, to the public sector and, um, and be doing Kind of a monotonous yeah. job. Sitting behind a desk, approving. Doing a sectorial yeah. planning. Yeah. And that's what I've heard about every different students that are already working. Yeah. And they're like, what do you guys do? And it's like, uh, well, we just do sectorial planning. <laughs> it's like, I think, I don't know. I mean, everyone, I think, wants to be on the strategic side yeah. of the planning. And we've been having classes about how yeah. to strategically plan, uh, you know, for the future and... Think about the different problems, but um, I'm afraid of that. Yeah, I'm afraid of going into the into the into the corporate world and figure out that it's the same as any other corporate world. <laughs> and I come from a corporate world. I mean, yeah. I, I worked for six to seven years on a corporate world, and I was miserable. Yeah. So maybe I'd rather be miserable doing your doing <laughs> yeah. exactly doing the PhD. Yeah. yeah. Well, and I guess. Um, one of the reasons I'm wanting to do this podcast is to get an idea of what people do because it is, it is unclear as a student uh-huh. um, what the different options are, what yeah. professional um, paths have looked like. And uh-huh. it's never a straight line. It's never, you know, you study urban planning, you become an urban planner, you die an urban planner. Like <laughs> every single person I've met has had a yeah. really interesting, curvy, yeah. unexpected career path. And so... And, and, that's, and that's honest. I mean, I think the... The bottom line is that we want to help the city yeah. in any way possible. I mean, we, we now that we can see the city issues, yeah. we know that, yeah, it, there's a difference that we can make. And we want to make the difference, yeah. either by research or either by working on a council or anything. I mean, oh my God, this podcast is going to you know, answer a lot of big questions, <laughs> I guess. And hopefully, yeah. we'll, we'll, hopefully we'll, we'll find the light. <laughs> We'll see the light at, yeah. at the end of the tunnel. Maybe by the end of this, we'll know what we want to do with our lives. Yeah, I, I guess professional podcasters. Yeah, yeah that will be... That's yeah. for now, that's our that's goal. That's the goal. Exactly. <laughs> okay, Diego, we want to wrap up every episode by asking everyone the same question mm-hmm. and that is what's your favorite book about cities or what's your book recommendation when it comes to cities and planning all right so I, it, yeah it's a perfect question a, a perfect, <laughs> thank you <laughs> a perfect wrap-up question um the book the and i think it was the first book in terms of cities that i read uh was the triumph of the cities by okay. edward glazer um it's an amazing book mm-hmm I will highly recommend anyone that has interest in cities to actually understand how this economist, this Harvard economist, explains the role of the cities. Pretty okay. much, what's the what's like the underlying role of the cities and how that is the 
the humankind best creations. Right. Oh, so, interesting. Okay, so is it like the role of the city within the global economy or... The role of the city within the global economy, but most important, the role of the city through environmental okay. issues. And uh, he he goes on explain how every city is on a hub of ideas. Mm-hmm. So we wouldn't have any Silicon Valley if it wasn't for Bangalore. He takes great uh, examples from different cities and um and for me it was wide opening mm-hmm. it was it was an eye eye opening uh book made me more interested about reading books and uh you know it's within books you get more books mm-hmm. because they always are lead to more exactly <laughs> lead to more yeah so it actually led me to uh, two other books uh that are also really really good but uh, for anyone, the truth of the city, it's, it's, uh, it's one, it's, for me, it was like one, it was like my class, mm-hmm. like the class that I went into it and I was like, this is it, what yeah. I want to do. This book just trying to, comp- it, it also opened my eyes to, to see the city in a complete different way. Mm-hmm. Um, what about you? Okay, so mine's a little different. I mean, uh-huh. I've read some amazing books about cities, and yeah. I can't name them all. I have, uh-huh. like, a bookshelf of, full of ones that I haven't read yet that I want yeah. to read. Um, but, yeah, the one I'm going to talk about is a bit different because it's uh-huh. not word-heavy. All right. All right. <laughs> so it's called Transit Maps of the World. It's um, by Mark Ovenden, uh-huh. and it's just a beautiful illustration of every transit map in the all world. Right. And so I picked it up. Uh, a couple years ago, mm-hmm. and I was still doing my undergrad and starting to get interested in cities. And um, I got kind of just, I, I love maps and I love yeah. transit. And so it was interesting to me, but um, I had it sitting on my coffee table and it was kind of my coffee table book. So I would sit down yeah. on the couch and pick it up and flip to a new page and just kind just of see, figure yeah. out what that transit map looked like. And it was so amazing because some of them are so interesting. And when you start to engage with them, you start to look at how people move around in this city and then that tells you so much about what the city's like and and politically what the city's like and like you know how the shape of the yeah the shape of it and how that influences people and and how many offerings they have and how that's going to impact how the lives there and so it's one of those things that says a lot without saying anything yeah um like words you know there's very few words but Uh yeah it made me so interested and so i still have it on my bookshelf and (laughs) I open it up to a different page yeah. just randomly and try to kind of get myself into the mindset of this city. And so... Maybe we should trade books. Yeah, I think so. I think that's yeah, a good idea. I think we should trade books. And um, and that's interesting because I also want to get, you know, like my urbanist bookshelf. <laughs> so I have already some books yeah. there. And um, uh, my wife also, she already gave me some books. So I'm really happy of that. Yeah. And I need to read them. And... Um, and I have like 10 online that I want to get. Yeah, I had, um, so when I graduated my, my bachelor's degree and I had already decided to come do my master's yeah. in urban planning, my uncle, who's an architect yeah. and works a lot in urban issues, gave me this like enormous stack of his favorite urban planning books. No way. And yeah, so it had Young Gal and Jane Jacobs. That's and, treasures. Yeah. That's, so it gave like, you the treasure. Yeah. And they're like an awesome, awesome collection of books. So that kind of jump-started my education. Wow, that's amazing. Yeah, so that was yeah. really special. All right, 
right, so I guess that brings us to the end of our first episode. Yes, in the first of our first episode. Thank you guys for listening. Uh, please stay tuned. Yeah, we're going to bring on a guest uh, for our next episode and, well, and probably for the next few episodes. For the next few episodes, we're going to, yeah, um, we're going to share with beers. Yeah. Share some drinks with them. Uh, maybe they will bring us some books too. <laughs> and uh, it will be interesting to get to know them and, you know, share with you specifically what are the, what to expect. Yeah, what the different journeys are exactly. from, from urban planning. So, and uh, we also want to thank... Yeah, um, we want to thank Kevin Kwan, who's a fellow urban planning student in our program, who uh, provided us with our amazing music, mm-hmm. and uh, Mohammed Abdel Karim, who did the beautiful art um, for the podcast. For the logo. Yeah, exactly. Thank you guys very much. Yeah, it's been a huge collaboration. As soon as we told people we were doing it, everyone was super keen to help. So that was awesome. Yeah, that was pretty good. And um, hopefully, we can have them someday. Definitely. Talking. So if you yeah. know, if you guys want to talk. <laughs> just send us an email, just we'll, we'll see each other in class. Yeah, so if you want to send us an email, we're planners.u.i at gmail.com. Our Twitter is at plannersunder, and our Instagram is at plannersundertheinfluence. Perfect, so there we go. Yeah. We already covered all the social media <laughs> and uh, the email. Hopefully, you know, we will succeed. Yeah. <laughs> and all right. Thank so, you for listening, yeah. and uh, we'll see you on the next uh, episode. Cheers. Thank you.